This is episode 48 of the Chicken Charge podcast. Today's guest is Cynthia Tinsley Douglas. Cynthia has worked in corporate communications for Airtran Airways and the CDC as a lead strategist for several major health campaigns. Her media background has given her extensive contacts in the world of journalism, where she believes her experience, reputation, and relationships are an invaluable resource to her clients. Welcome to the Chicken Charge. All-in-One Security CEO Mary Parker celebrates the success of women in the world of business and in life. Mary's own humble beginnings in rural Mississippi led her to become one of the only African-American females running a multi-million dollar security firm. She is definitely the Chicken Charge. Here now is Mary Parker. Hey everybody, good morning. My name is Sarah Smith and I am here with Mary Parker who is the CEO of All-in-One Security. She is the host of this podcast, The Chick in Charge, which is named after her autobiography, which I would love for you guys to check out. Go to thechickencharge.com and click on my book and get a copy. It's amazing. It will teach you a lot of, of very useful things in business today. And uh, with, with all of that, I just want to say hello to Mary Parker. Hello, everyone, and Happy New Year, Happy 2019. We're so excited to be back on the air, and we've got so some great. great things going for you. Amazing. And, and Sarah, just so that our audience will know, and we'll be sending out all kinds of information, uh, we're theming our podcast this year. Oh, yeah. And uh, much of which is coming from topics or chapters of my book. Right. So you'll get to know me a little bit more close and personal as well. And then our guest, and I'm excited today because we have with us Cynthia Tinsley Douglas. Hey, how are you? Cynthia, dive right in because you have such an amazing story as a journalist, as a strategist, and that's what we want to convey to our listening audience. Exactly. If I had to use one word to talk about my business career, it would have to be pivot. Um, I think that you have to have in your mind how to take all the talents, all the opportunities right. that you're given, and be able to pivot. Because I read this book one time, Who Moved My Cheese? Yeah. And it changed my life. It's my husband's favorite yeah, book. It my changed favorite my, book as it well. changed my life because people kind of get stuck in I used to be this or I kind of was this. And it can really freeze you. Yeah. It, it doesn't allow you to move past that. And right. we get so caught up. So I really have been blessed. Um, my career did start in journalism, but it's pivoted in a lot of different directions. Um, and I feel that each one has been a blessing to me. It's allowed me to learn new skills and talents. And um, it, it's just been a, a way for me to really expand upon where I started. Right. And not just say I'm this one dimensional type person. Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. I do. And I love it. And, and I've had my cheese moved a lot. Oh gosh. <laughs> you know, it's so interesting that you that is the book that you chose. Yeah. That book, Who Moved My Cheese, not only changed my life, but that is the first book that I require my leaders, the leaders of my company to read. It is. It's it's simple. And it's easy to read. I mean, it's not a hard. 
But the principles within it Nothing are, remains the same forever. Nothing. And my mom always says, there's nothing constant but change. That's right. And it. she's 90. And can I just say, Hello. my mom is one of the most optimistic people that I know. Um, you know, I hear a lot of people say when they get older, you know, I, my friends are gone. I'm, you know, my husband's deceased. And I asked my mom, I said, Mom, how do you deal? I said, you've outlived a lot of your friends. She goes, I make new friends. And I thought, I love it. I do. I thought to myself, well, gosh, that's great. And my mom has friends in their 20s. Yeah. She's got friends in their 60s. She's got friends, a few friends that are in their 80s and 90s, her age. But that's the thing. You have to adapt. And I think maybe I got that from her and really didn't understand it. So I'm doing a huge interview with my mom. I think everybody, whoever is the oldest person in your family, sit down and do an interview with them. And I, I, I'll tell you, I've had so many people that told me, you need to do this while your mom's living. She's right. talking. Yeah. She right. remembers. Right. Sound. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. I, I credit her with a lot of the things that I've been able to pivot in my life. That's oh my amazing. Gosh, that is absolutely amazing. And I know yep. Sarah's mom's in her 80s, late she's 80s. She's 89. Yeah. And she's such an incredible woman. She's so smart. Yeah. And it makes you feel like... Like aging is really going to be cool. Like if I could just be half that way yeah. when I get to that yeah. age, it's yeah. like, oh, that's yeah. not a bad thing. So I told all. Mary, I told Mary the last time she came to visit that I went to pick her up at the airport <laughs> and she had these huge red, like gigantic red sunglasses on, but they're, you know, they get light inside and dark yeah. outside. Then she had this like leopard coat on. Can't you just see it? Can't yeah. you just see yeah. that? It's like like little red beret. You know, she's wearing red with leopard. Yes, right. Love I know, it. I know. Love and she's it. she's bilingual and very well educated. And I just look up to her so much. Yeah. So I love that you are doing that with your mom. That's very cool. Yeah. That is absolutely excellent. Just one point there, and I'm going to get back to our interview. But I think this is worth sharing because it could be others out there. Uh, we're from Mississippi. My mom had nine children, all natural childbirth. I was in Jackson, Mississippi for some reason, and they were talking about doing documentaries on uh, midwifery. And wow. I said to them, well, where are you finding people to interview? And they said, not very many women who gave childbirth naturally are still, still living, and we're having an awful time finding any midwives. Wow. Wow. And of course, I volunteered my mom mm-hmm. yeah. for that interview. And it was, my mom talked about things that we'd never heard before. Wow. So along with you, yeah. I mm-hmm. encourage that. And we've done the same thing with our mom, is that documentary. Um, because so much get lost when it's not transferred right. from exactly. one family member to the other. And it's very true within our community. And storytelling is a big part. I think that's one of the reasons why I gravitated toward journalism is because I love telling stories. Um, I was reading was a big thing for me growing up. Um, my I grew, I'm an only child, but I grew up on a farm. Wow. So when I wasn't working the farm, I had to like either watch American Bandstand. I'm going to age myself now. <laughs> no, it's good. Soul train. Soul train. Or read a book. Come on. You know, you know what I'm saying? So I really spent a lot of time reading. So I developed yep. a love of reading and um, I just really feel like it's really important to tell stories. And we do that in an oral way. 
But to have it, we've got technology now. Hello, people. We can put it on video. You don't yeah. need a huge camera. You can do it on your phone. I mean, yeah. that's that's the beauty of being able to do it so quickly and easily today, as opposed to you know maybe days gone by. But have having that. I think that storytelling that you can watch and you can see, I think it really impa- it impacted me, but it impacts, it'll impact my children, uh, their children. Absolutely. To be able to Cynthia. see their great-great-grandmother. Yes, you know? yes, yes. And, you know, that is such an excellent segue into uh, the communication, your communication style and the way that you're doing that. Storytelling, by the way, is, is something that is really beginning to come back for us. Yes. And that's a great thing. So in talking to our audience, and especially women, and especially business women, what are some of the things you would, number one, encourage them about communication styles? And what are some of the things that you would advise them to be aware aware of and stay away from? I think that um, a lot of things have changed since I started in television back in the late 80s, early 90s. I think for a lot of journalists, um, we still were kind of accessories on the news set. We really weren't considered to be those hard-hitting, get-down-and-dirty kind of journalists um, that you know we look at some of the investigative people that are doing stories today. So I think that the whole perception of women in the workplace has changed a lot. I agree. But there's still a glass ceiling there. Absolutely. I still think there is. there are some things women can't say as easily as men, that they can be perceived as being, you know, they're bossy, they're, you know, what's going on with them? Is it the time of the month? I mean, people still have those kinds of things sure, going on. Sure, sure. But I still think that for me, at this point in my life and career, I tell it like it is. If you don't want to know, don't ask me. And don't give me the platform for an opinion. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I feel like women today, the most important thing is to do is to tell your truth. Um, Be bold about who you are, what you've accomplished, what you've done. And, you know, a lot of people say, you know what, I, I stayed home with my kids. You know what? That's probably the hardest, one of the hardest jobs that you can ever have. As well as important. As, as well as important. But guess, of look at all the things you're doing while yeah, you're doing yeah, that. Right. You're teaching, you're molding, you're giving, you know, you may be a transportation person taking people to and from, but you're interacting with teachers. You're learning about what our kids are, are learning in school. So there's some really important things that you're doing, even if you're not in the workplace. But I think women don't need to say, uh, I just stayed at home. Just. Yeah. Right. I just, That's so marginalizing everything. Exactly. Yes. That's because it doesn't have, um, no one's applied a monetary value to that. I think somebody did, and it was over like a million dollars a well, year. We need to, yeah, we need yeah. to like publicize that. Yeah. yeah. That is definitely the reason that it is sort of denigrated because you can't you can't say well look at my I did this and look at my bank account right you know but the bank account is the really the kids right doing well exactly absolutely and I look I have a 22 year old daughter she graduated from college and she's um she's a aspiring singer um but she's working while she's doing that and I just look at her and I see she's going for it 
Um, she's going for her dreams. And I, I really encourage that for women. You know, I think sometimes we want to put our dreams on the back burner. Maybe it's not meant to be. But I think now these generation, this generation of women are really embracing that. I'm going to go for it. If I don't hit it, I'm going to be further along than if I hadn't tried. Right. And there, it's more of a sense of I don't want any regrets in my life. And I want it to be something that I'm doing intentionally, not just stuff happening to me, but I'm intentionally taking this path. And so I, I encourage women to be really intentional about your career goals and what it is that you want to do and be. So well said. So, so well said. And so, Cynthia, how do you help them in creating strategies around that? Hold that thought for a moment. You said something I want to go back to. We had a guest on earlier, mm -hmm. and one of the things she said as it relates to keeping herself involved and being a part of the overall solution is to keep herself first because she's got all these other people and all these other things to do that if she doesn't include herself, these things wouldn't get done. I thought that was excellent advice, and it sounds like you do that and you do it well. You know what? That's true, and I, my pastor... Um, Lee Jenkins, um, who I love, he is, um, he always says this, and it's true. You have to schedule time for yourself. Like I put it on my calendar. Wow. Like when I want to work out or I'm going to go get my hair done, get a massage. Put it on your calendar, whatever yeah. it is that that's Zen moment for you. If you schedule it, you will do it. If you don't schedule it, your day will get ahead of you. Right. And then you're chasing and like, oh, I don't have time. And then I'm tired and whatever, whatever. Right. So I think you really have to be very, you know, intentional and make it an appointment, something that you don't want to miss in right. your day. That That's is good. such an excellent tip. That is an excellent tip. So not only are you strategizing there, you're also focusing. Yes. On you're on focusing your, on your on your goals. You're yes. focusing. You're analyzing. You're right. committed. Right. And then you're implementing. Right. So exactly. uh, that's great, and it brings us to yeah. this point again. Yeah. We can't have anyone on the show without letting everyone know about the entrepreneur training that we have, uh, Fax University. Fax University is an entrepreneurial training program, and it stands for focus, analyze, commit, and strategize. And we believe that any businesswoman or any person applying these principles to their lives will be able to measure, have measurable results at the end mm -hmm. of the day. But you've got to be focused on what it is you're doing. Yeah. And so uh, we're launching the Fax University with our first annual conference. Oh, that's We're so exciting, doing Mary. a conference here. It is the Women's Entrepreneurial Empowerment Summit. And I shouldn't say conference, it's a summit. February 1st and, excuse me, March 1st and 2nd at the Hyatt Regency Hotel. We're excited. We've got great speakers coming on board. Uh, Where judge, do I sign up? Uh, we'll, we'll get that before you leave. We've got to get 300 people in the room and we're pushing it out 50 at a time. So we'll make sure you have the information yes, as definitely. well as come and be one of our guests. I love to participate in things like this because I feel like the more that we connect right. and share, yes. it really makes us all more powerful yes. and uplifted. Right. And Absolutely. really, you need a tribe. 
You need a tribe of people, people that you know you can go to, get advice from, that can mentor you, exactly. that you can mentor. And it's just a big, you know, circle of life kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I love that idea. And you'd be perfect for that. Yes. And our friend Brenda Wood. Oh, my gosh. Is, she's also a part. She's agreed to be our facilitator mistress of ceremony. That's fantastic. Because we're going to five yeah. cities. Brenda. Oh, we're, wow. We're booked for five cities right now. And she's going to all but one. And we're so, so excited to have her on board with us. We'll give you more information about yes, that offline. definitely. But we really got to begin talking it up because we don't have a lot of time and we must fill the room. Yes, Again, definitely. we're expecting 300 people on March 1st and March 2nd at the Hyatt Regency downtown Atlanta. You can go to our website. You can go to our website and the Mary Parker Foundation is, is um, presenting this. So you can register there, you can go to Eventbrite, and you can call our office at 404-691-4915, ask for Bobby. That's amazing. And please tell us, tell our audience, how can we get in contact with you once you leave the show today? The best way to reach me is via email at c. Tinsley, T-I-N-S-L-E-Y, Douglas, D-O-U-G-L-A-S, at yahoo.com. Great. And I love to work with um, small business owners on marketing and public relations. And really, how, to, how can you get your message out to the masses, whether it's through social media or, or even if it's um, traditional um, television, radio, magazines. How do you make your story and what you do appealing to reporters? And because I've been one, I can kind of help you look at some things in your business, what you're doing, your unique proposition, and be able to share that with a lot of people. I'm really into video marketing. That's a great skill. Video is, is. you know, it's it's so... um, accessible now to more people through Facebook or Instagram. And you know, they say a picture's worth a thousand words, but a video is worth 1.8 million words. (laughs) Understood. Love it. Get it. Get it done. And our attention spans are short. Right. You know, um, so a 90 second video or a 30 second video about who you are, what you do, it automatically really elevates you in terms of know, like, and trust factor so that people can see you. They can see expressions. A lot of times it's not even what you say, it's how you look, your confidence while you're saying it that really grabs people and pulls them into you. So very cool. Yeah, so I really love helping people. First of all, most people are afraid of cameras. It's like speaking and then people tell you, oh, pretend like the audience is Mary's not afraid. Yeah, no, (laughs) Mary is not afraid. Mary's not one of those. No. But I've had people say, you know, pretend like the audience is naked. Well, who wants to see all that nakedness? No, No. don't pretend they're naked. No, but but that just makes you feel worse and you look terrible on camera. Exactly. Your sad face. So you want to really be able to translate if I'm like I'm talking to you right now like we're just having a conversation and so being able to teach people and see people really kind of let those barriers down and become more comfortable and then it just opens up a whole new way for them to really reach the people they're trying to reach as customers and potential clients. Cynthia are you doing any workshops how 
Or is this going to be all individually? How you know what? I've not done a workshop, but I'd love to because I think that there's a lot of different ways that people can use this information. Introduce it. Introduce it and start with baby steps. It's not something you have to master overnight. It takes time. Just like with any skill that you learn, you, you have to learn where to start. And something else that you talked about with your summit that I'm sure that, um, that you're well aware of, people need processes. Oh, absolutely. Systems. Yes. And that really allows them to really see the success and really be able to measure it like you were talking about. So that's what you're talking about. I do the same thing with video and marketing. Yeah. There's a system. And it's so critical because one of the things I share with people, especially some of those I'm coaching, is I was once there. Yes. I didn't know what to do. I knew how to put on a security officer's uniform, go out, provide the best customer service, and make sure my clients were happy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I came back in and I did all the administrative work. So all the things that you're doing as a solopreneur, know that I've been there. Yes. But you have to at some point read the book, Who Moved My Cheese? Yes. And that is when the thought process began to shift. You can't use old skills and the Bible talks about that. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. can't put old wine, new wine into an old, old skin. Exactly. Well, it's the same thing with as you're growing your business. If you're expecting different results, there are some changes that you, as a business owner, will have to make, and that is a promise to you. Um, but I want to go back to something we were talking about as well, and that is the video messaging. Mm -hmm. You would be perfect at that. We're going to talk offline about it because I see something going here. But I want to ask this question. You know, we as business owners, and especially small business owners, we don't... I don't think we visualize ourselves enough about the reality of we're now corporate America. Mm -hmm. And in that, in that vein, how do we convince them that without PR strategies, without a marketing plan, without relationships and networking, that their business is only going to go as far as they can take it? Exactly. How do we communicate that to them? And how do we help them understand the value in working with marketing and PR experts? I think a lot of it has to do with sometimes um, as entrepreneurs, in particular, like you're saying, solopreneurs, you kind of get blinders on. And so you're so focused on um, the bottom line, building business that you really don't see peripherally that you're missing a piece of a big piece of the puzzle. So what I try to help people do is say, you know what, you don't have to have you know, a large budget, but you need a budget right? because you need to plan for how are you going to do other things besides just focus on the business where that machine can be working for you while you're doing all these other things. So it's, it's, and it's hard because I, I had a magazine at one time and that magazine living space was my baby. And I, I, I did everything with that magazine. I wrote, I, you know, laid it out. And I, and finally it came to me, it's, I said, I'm going to kill myself doing all these things. I need to find other writers. Right. I knew other writers. It was not that I didn't think anybody else was good besides me, right. but sometimes you just got to stop and really think about it. So I got other writers, I got other photographers involved, you know, and once I did that, you know, we did the first magazine cover for Tyler Perry ever that he ever did. 
But that wouldn't have happened if I had not hired the freelance writer that I hired that knew Tyler Perry yeah, back in the day. Yeah. So it, it can kind of open you up to different things. So at one point, you know, I was selling, I was writing, I had to hire a team of people to sell. Yeah. That's how I got Home Depot and Lowe's and AirTran and all these advertisers that I never probably could have gotten on my own. So your business will only be as limited as you are limited. You really need to get people that are good in other fields to bring in some ideas for you. And it's not that you can't, you're not a good, you know, leader. That it says nothing about you, but your expertise may not be in that particular area. I'm going to applaud you here. <laughs> yeah, that's not your strong I'm, suit. I'm applauding you here because, you know, the way you just presented that is exactly how we need to hear it. Mm -hmm. And um, the latter part, last quarter, I did, I spent most of last quarter reflecting. And I wanted to understand my weaknesses. Mm -hmm. Who do I know with those strengths? Exactly. And these guys were part of the team meeting I held last week. And when I got up and began to put things down, I saw the puzzle very, very clearly. And I saw the people, I saw the movement of who would do what, where, and when. And now I realize the things I'm doing can absolutely be accomplished with a spirit of excellence. Yes. And I don't have to be a part of doing it all. And you can have some great, you surround yourself with people who know more in those particular areas than you do. And it's and it's so great because you learn from them. They're learning something from you yes. that maybe they have a weakness in. So I really feel like it's it's a team, right. it's a team sport. Uh, if you're battling in the trenches by yourself, that's where we're gonna usually find you, by yourself in the trenches thinking what happened, what went wrong, why did not. So be able to embrace, and these summits that you do, it's great networking too. Not just, it. It yeah, not just what bet. you're gonna right. learn, yeah. um, but the networking and the relationships that would be built yeah. are just incredible. And those are two of the benefits that yes. we missed because yes. you know, going yeah. back to when we started, especially young businesses, and I don't mean in age, but young businesses, if we've not assembled ourselves with, you know, people who can help propel us to that next level, then we stay there. The conferences are intentional mm -hmm. because exactly. we want we want to train women to begin thinking and responding like CEOs and not main, remaining in the trenches of the day-to-day -day stuff because you're not going to get there as a CEO without it. You're not going to get there without relationships. You're not going to get there without having your network and the network of those around you. And so we have to get out. We've got to constantly retrain ourselves yes. how to rethink. Exactly. And I'm going to give an example here. Years ago, um, seems that everybody wanted to invest their dollars in sponsoring me for some type of training. And I was either naive enough or smart enough to know that it would make a difference <laughs> eventually. And so after going through all of that training, and it was just, you know, the Governance Mentor Protege Program where I hung out with Turner Broadcasting and Johnson Controls. Turner Broadcasting just like opened up their whole operation. I sat with their legal people and I learned. I asked questions that I could bring back and apply to our company, HR. I have a little bit of HR background, 
but sitting with an HR director or VP of HR is totally different, totally different. than working as a as an administrative, not an administrative, but human resource specialist. And combining all of what I learned, I realized what I didn't know. And that is the mission that I'm on now. Yes. Is transferring this knowledge that we have at a high level so that people can learn how to do it early, in yes. early stages of their business instead of spending so much time on trial and error. So we get 25 years of experience here. Yes. Male-dominated industries, and believe very me, they're different. So. And we learn a lot more. And you, you know, yes. you know as well that um, you guys keep us sharp and keep sharpening our tools. And we appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Port. And one thing that you mentioned too about you going and talking to these different people, that change your you change your perspective. A lot of times when we're looking straight ahead or we're looking, we got to get above it and look down on it. Because sometimes when you're in it, you, you can't it. you can't see it. So it's like you've got to get above it and look, kind of just look overall and see those things that may be missing. I tell a lot of entrepreneurs, you just went from a corporate job and created another job for yourself. Absolutely. And and so the leadership has to happen. The mindset of a leader has to happen and evolve. So we need great leaders and women are such, I feel, natural born leaders. I believe that as well. Um, and so we we are capable of doing these things in a, in a way that that I think we are destined to do destined to do. We just have to walk in it oh, I know. and believe it. I know. And that's what excites me. It yeah. excites me to have a 28-year-old who's studying for a PhD and has already been published. Yes. You know, in yes. 25 different magazines and media outlets. That's impressive to me. And to be able to take a young person like that and mentor them and watch them grow over the next five years it, it, that's what keeps me going. Yes. It keeps yes. me going. And uh, so you've shared some wonderful, wonderful, wonderful um, nuggets with us today and with our audience. And we're looking forward to you uh, participating in whatever manner uh, during the during the summit. Yeah. And Mary, um, Mary, I think that the thing that Cynthia hit on uh, a few times, which is so, so important, is the networking opportunities yes. at uh, your summit because when you spend two days with people like that you do remember them you, you do, do get to know them you do you do feel comfortable reaching out again and asking a question mm -hmm. you know what should I do in this situation with my company exactly right when and, and if you just met someone you might not feel comfortable but and, spending and time makes that happen I think also what's important too um, Sarah is that you see that people are going through the same thing exactly. you're going through. Yes. So you're not so so many times when I was um, working as an entrepreneur, you feel like, gosh, is this really happening to anybody else? I love Am I that the only you person? called it the tribe. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that was yeah. that was. Yeah. You, you she do. used two really great words. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. The tribe and pivot. pivot. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You really do. So when you go to these events, you realize well. I'm not the only one going through this. I have right. this particular issue. So it, it allows you to feel like, okay, I can make it. We There's, yeah, there's yeah. a way that I can learn to do something differently or look at a problem or a challenge differently. Right. Um, and, that I don't have to, you know, be kept under it. I can arise above right. it. Right. And, and, and putting this conference, this summit together, those were some of the things I looked at. 
The first thing I want to do or accomplish during the summit is ensure the engagement. Yes. Then the education. Then I want them to leave empowered because they're going to find strategies and relationships that will continue beyond that two-day conference. And that's so, so very important. And we're so excited. Yeah, it's we a great thing. We are so excited. It's going to be absolutely outstanding. And Mary, knowing you, you do everything with excellence. So I know that it's going to be something that's going to be over the top great and that people are going to be changed because of that. You know, the one thing that I, I impress upon um, younger women in, in the business is that, you know, work ethic, those old-fashioned things still mean something. They really Absolutely. do. They and really so, do. And so even though you can hit a level of fame more quickly today, sustaining it takes those same right. values. Yep. Um, working hard, being able to make mistakes, yep. to be able to to come back from mistakes. It's not how the mistakes really do help define your success. Because if you don't make mistakes, how do you know how to overcome? Right, right. So it's one of those things to where I think that there's a lot of things that we can learn from each other. I love it when I get into a multi-generational group of yes, women. Yes, yes. Because it's there's things they can teach us, yep. but there's also things that we can teach them. Yes, there's um, value on both sides. Yes, Absolutely. Definitely. And what we're learning from them, the millennials, they want yes. to spend time and learn yes. from us. And I think we've done ourselves this justice because I believe we've kind of pushed them to the side because they're not, we don't see that they're thinking and acting the same like we, we did yes. or that yeah. we are. So I think that's really, really important. And we're going to provide a platform so I that we can have great. more engaging conversations around what we think of them mm -hmm. and what they think of us. I see mm -hmm. a millennial mentorship program coming on. It's, oh, my you gosh. Know. That's awesome. <laughs> you know. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, we'll keep you posted on that because you will definitely be one of the people that would want you to come in yeah, and share these communication to. techniques because you're the bomb. Uh, thank you. You are the bomb. And we're <laughs> loving you. this. And Mary never says that to anyone. No, so you I, need I to take that. Yes. that. Oh, I and do. I'm not teasing you. I don't think I've ever heard her say that before. <laughs> not on the air. This is the first time. So. No, right. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. I really so this appreciate This is liberating. It's easy. Is so informative, and you've shared so much with us today. It's girlfriend time. I you mean, bet you know, it is. You bet it is. It is. As okay. a matter of fact, we are, I, I, I said to the team yesterday, of course, I'm thinking of things, but I can't wait for them to come back and tell me what I said when I said we've got to create this wow factor for this con for the summit, and it can't be a regular conference yes. as usual. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to just kind of let you guys in on a little bit okay. here. Okay, we won't tell anybody. Don't, no. don't tell anybody. <laughs> this is between us okay. now. Okay. But I'm thinking about theming it, unleashing. I like it. The she-e-o in you. I mm. like it. What do you think, Port? Okay. I know it. We're going to mull over that one it a little is. bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that. We're going to mull over because that a little bit. Because we bring a whole lot of things we to do. the table. And being women, I, I don't think we have to, we need to suppress anything. Whatever it is, you're good enough. You, you've got what it takes. 
it's just being able to kind of bring that out to, like you say, get education yes. on what it is you need to do. And I, it's a great environment. I know right. it's going to be a super. It's and it's great. nothing against our men friends. No, nothing some of against them, them. They, they're, yeah. they're invited. Yes. But, you know, and I always, James Brown, so that our men stay with me. What did he say? He said, it can't sing. He said, this is a man's world. <laughs> yeah, he did say that. But we can't do anything. Mm -hmm. Nothing without the women who are in it. Exactly. So women, I want you to be encouraged on that. Yes. And we are here to help you. We are here to support you. And the Mary Parker Foundation is presenting its first Women Entrepreneurial Empowerment Summit. We're only hosting 300 women here in Atlanta. What cities are you going to beside Atlanta? Mary We're going to be in Atlanta, Detroit, Washington, D.C., and Bradenton, Sarasota. Ooh, That's wow. on our first leg, and we're also now talking about picking up five more cities this fall. Mary, you're the bomb. You are ah. the bomb. <laughs> Mary is like the, whew. I'm I'm tired just listening to you. Do I know, Mary. she's amazing. And she's running like a multi-million dollar company on top of that, doing podcasts, writing books. Hello. And, well, Ooh, let me tell you, know. you about the company, and ladies, Hashtag this is something goals. you want. Goals. Hashtag goals, <laughs> yes. Um, but I'm no longer run. Well, I am the CEO. Okay. In transition of All-in-One Security. Okay. Because okay. we have our new president. Well, he's not new. He's been there for a year and a half now. And the executive vice president. So I've done that. Good for you. Yeah. Mary. And I'm tra I just began my transition almost seven years ago. And other businesswomen, I want you to understand that a transition, your succession plan is important really yeah. has to be planned mm -hmm. that was one of the hardest decisions i've ever made it is now very successful they've grown the business in less than three years to almost 70 percent and a wow. company our size typically do not realize that type of growth so we brought our new skills I got out the way. Mm -hmm. um, I'd grown the company and done with the and company. And I have to say as that wasn't much. hard. I mean, I, you have to still say, I'm sure that was a hard thing to do, but you realized the necessity it of doing it. It was necessary. Yeah. But it was extremely hard. They asked me for a year. No, I'm sorry. I asked them for a year for the transition. And, um, and so I said at year one, I commit to 85% transition. And I came in close to 90%. I couldn't believe it myself. But you're so involved in the day-to-day -day mm -hmm. pushing and pulling and grinding that you forget about you yes. and some of the things that you want to do. And since the transition, I now am free again. My mind is creative. I'm making new friends, and new projects are coming on the horizon weekly. And uh, so it's a very exciting time, and I encourage all of you, even if you're just starting your business, to have a succession plan. You don't want to stay in the trenches forever. Mm -hmm. Do what you went to do and pass it along. Create your systems, your processes. Use tools so that they will keep you in the loop. But you don't have to be there. The job does go on. Yes. And the company, whether you live or not, it doesn't die when you're not there. So trust your processes. Mm -hmm. And that's my chick tip 
for you today. That was a great one. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Cynthia, you were phenomenal. Oh, thank I'm you so for glad having we've had me. this close enough to reconnect. I know. <laughs> this awesome. is great. Sarah, thank you. Pleasure. You bring so much energy to what we're pleasure, doing on pleasure. this side of the yeah, table. Yeah, you were so helpful. So yeah. thank you for the invitation. And, it's and my Port, pleasure. The only thing we really require from you is not to change that smile. We he get very our energy handsome. from He's that. a handsome guy. I've yes. known Port for over 20, uh, probably 30 years. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Wow. And he's only 32. <laughs> so this is great. And, and I always hate it when we get to this point where we have to end our conversation live on the air with our guests. Oh, it's going to definitely this continue. Is just <laughs> this is just a beginning. I'm excited. I'm excited that we're going to continue to foster this relationship. We're going to do great things together. We've got a great team here. Great history as well. Yes, So definitely. thank you again for being here. I wish you much, much success. And know that anything that you need from me, consider it done. Oh, thank you so much, yeah. Mary. Thanks, consider guys. It, it was an awesome yeah. experience. Yeah. Thanks so much to you, our listening audience. It's been a great day. We've enjoyed the time with you. And we've got to go. We've got some other things to do. But it doesn't mean you're less important. Um, you don't have to leave. We do. Stay tuned. We'll be back. Subscribe to The Chicken Charge at thechickincharge.com. Get a free download of Mary Parker's Tips for Success. Tips that'll make short work of some of today's most challenging issues facing female business owners. Thanks for listening to The Chicken Charge.